What is up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is August the 18th. Um, it is Wednesday. It is midweek. Of course, you know how midweeks go. We're almost to the weekend. Tomorrow is Friday. Friday is 0.5. Today is Friday 0 or negative Friday, whatever you want to call it. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's is uh, enjoying the week I, as much as you can. You know, it's kind of hard to put into words how it feels to be midweek, but uh, we're going to make it through, you know. Like I said, if you're working out, listen to this, do an extra set. And if you're if you're driving, drive extra fast. Hmm. Drive extra fast, ignore the lights in the rearview mirror, and just drive super fast. Yeah. And then... If you're, hmm, let me think of another one. Hmm, hmm, let me think of another one. Hmm, where would you be listening to a podcast? Hmm, if you're at home sick, hmm, um, take extra medicine. Not too much. I'm not going to recommend that, but take, take extra medicine. Um, maybe get some sleep. That's probably a better way to say it than get extra medicine. Go get some sleep. You know, that helps everything. Time heals all. Sleep kills time. It's a vicious cycle. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. You're knocking it out. You're knocking out that sickness, brother. Um, and hope you hope you get well soon. And if you are at work, tell your boss go fuck themselves. Anyways, let's get into the episode today. We have a couple things to talk about. Ooh, ooh. That means that means we got some got some got some got some news. Um, you know, yesterday we talked about the abandoned stuff. If you want to go check that out, go check out that episode. Uh, we are currently past 1,300 plays. Thank you. Thank you. How am I doing this with no hands? And um, I want to thank you guys, as always. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. appreciate the viewership, the listenership. I always call it viewership, but just ignore that part. And you know what? We're at episode 107. We've made it a long way. And I'm announcing today that this podcast is going to continue. And we're going to keep on going. And we're going to keep on moving. So ignore me being a dipshit for a little bit. And let's just get right into it. What have I been playing? Hmm, I wonder what I've been playing. Call of Duty, psych. We actually have an answer for that today. I've been playing the Avengers Wakanda DLC. And what do I think about it? Hmm, let me open my iPad so I can fucking get into this shit. Ooh, okay. So, if you were hesitant about getting Avengers for the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, don't get it. And if you already have it, then, um, and you're like, hey, maybe I should get back into it because Wakanda's out. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't I wouldn't jump right back into it because what it is is you get you get the same type of gameplay you've been doing the whole time. I I noticed like here we'll get to that. I'll just I'll start at the beginning. I, I wrote down some notes to actually guide me through this one because um it's a bit of it's a bit of a 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 I did not play any Hades today. I said I was gonna play Hades today, I did not. I didn't play a lick. So yeesh. 
you know, I was, yeesh. Um, but let's get into what I think about Wakanda. I wrote down a bunch of notes and we'll start off with the graphics look good. I'm playing on a PS5. I'm playing the PS5 version of Avengers. If you have the PS4 version and you own a PS5, you can play it for free. You just get the free upgrade and um, download the update. And you have Wakanda in beautiful 4K, 60 frames. Uh, and somehow the game still looks like a PS2 game. All right. Um, but the graphics look good. I, I like I like how Wakanda looks. Uh, granted, most of it's in the distance. And it looks like a skybox. But, you know, it looks good for what it was. The leafy terrain you're running through looks pretty good. The suit looks great. Like the actual <clears throat> model they use for T'Challa looks amazing. Um, Shuri looks actually like a really interesting Shuri. She looks a little bit older than she does in the movie, um, which is Black Panther's sister. And uh, yeah, that's that's all fucking well and good. I, I really like the graphics. Um, one thing that I was not ex- really high on was the soundtrack so like or the like the music they play in the scenes and stuff they have this like heroic tune going on but there's also like i was running around and as i'm running through the jungles it's like this basic ass drum it's like they forgot the rest of the song or something it it sounds like like back in the day when you play like i don't know if aladdin did it i think aladdin might have done it aladdin or like a sega genesis game or a SNES game, and you're just kind of like um, walking through the level, and it's playing some basic drum. It's like boom, 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 boom. It's like that, but without the the boom, 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 boom. It's literally just the drums. So I'm walking around. It's like boom, 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 boom. No, it doesn't go that fast. But, yeah, it's very basic. It sounds, to be honest, not that interesting. Um, The story, Claw is invading Wakanda, and it starts off, the whole DLC starts off with you. You're you're not, well, I think you're going into Wakanda. It's like a secret entrance into Wakanda is what T'Challa was doing because Wakanda's getting taken over. And as he's going through this secret entrance that only him and Shuri know about, uh, it's apparently this, like, long lineage of... Like, to become a Black Panther, you need to know this route, pretty much. So, Shuri, they're hinting that Shuri might become a Black Panther one day or whatever, which is dope. I hope they kind of do that in the movie, if she's up for it and if she's athletic enough or whatever. Um, or, like, you know, can actually perform. Anyways, they go through this whole thing, and it's basically laying down the groundwork for who Black Panther is, which is fine. I Like, I get that. There's a lot of people playing this game that might not know who Black Panther is, which is, like, even though it was one of the best-selling movies out there, I don't think you needed a any type of onboarding. But the annoying part of the onboarding they did for this game is that they actually made it to where the onboarding is tied to like these puzzles, and you're going through this very boring cave, and um, it has this very annoying habit to where everything you walk up to, you have to hold square on. Uh, there was literally a totem, that, like to get to initiate this mission. There is a totem coming out of the ground, and it's just like a statue, like a normal statue. I hold square on it, and T'Challa starts air keyboarding in front of it, like it was an animation used for I don't know the fucking elevator scenes that is all up in the game. So like, it's it's weird. It's weird they use a lot, they reuse a lot of assets, and I was like, okay, it's fine, you know, 
whatever. That's not that big of a deal. But he's definitely like typing on a keyboard in front of a fucking statue with nothing there. So it's really weird. It doesn't look right. Whatever. That was the first thing. I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Um, but then, so you have to hold square to do every fucking thing, which is annoying. And there's a lot of stuff to do. So there are puzzles and... Uh, or rather, as you're exploring this cave, you go to different rooms and each room has like a puzzle or um, is just kind of progressing or they have like some type of enemies, claws enemies, whatever. And you can kind of just take your time as you're going through, which is dumb because your whole city is getting attacked by claw agents or whatever. Um, and it has this very bad habit of like T'Challa's talking on comms with Sherry or Okoye and... It doesn't let you hold square until they're done talking. So you'll walk up to a square thing and you got to literally just stand there and wait for them to get done talking. And, um, it's, it's just like, it's, it's such a, like a, it's a small thing, but it's so stupid that like, that's not a, like most modern games, there should be some type of way to like circumvent that. And it's, it's a very big inconvenience in, in the terms of these puzzles that you have to do. So, the puzzles you have to do are basically like sign match puzzles. So that would be like, oh, there's four symbols on the wall. There's all these buttons on the ground with a bunch of symbols on them. What do you think you have to do? You have to find the four symbols on the fucking wall on the ground. Ooh. It was like not hard at all. Um, none, none of the puzzles were hard. But there was one that was annoying as fuck because you walk in the room. T'Challa's talking. And I'll get to his voice. Voiced by Chris Judge of God of War fame and whatever the hell he did before it. Um, so you walk in, he's talking, he's like, yes, I get it. Uh, da, 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 da. He's talking over and over to Shiri and I'm sitting there like a dumbass, like, why am I playing this game? And just like waiting, just looking at a wall, looking at this button I need to press. And then when they're done talking, I hold square, it goes, and then you can, and then it shows you what it is. It's like in the back in the day of Wakanda, da, 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 da. And it's like, and then a little symbol pops up on the bottom of it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I said, fuck it. I'm not going to click any of these. I'm just going to go to the puzzle. The puzzle, you have to click each one of those like little things. There's four of them. You have to click each one of those little backstory things for Wakanda to unlock the symbols to know which order to use them in for the puzzle. So I had to go up to each one and it goes... Also, after that, we did this and that. And then I had to go to the third one. And then we, this big rock landed and it was vibranium. And what did we do with vibranium? Da, 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 da. And then you go to the next one. And he's like, Wakanda was built on this. And da, da. I'm like, oh my fucking God. So once I got that, I was like, cool, got the symbols. Go do it. Boom, 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 boom. Knock it out. Go to the next area. <clears throat> Then there is like, you finally get into Wakanda after this like long ass stint of like 30, 30, 40 minutes of you just running through a cave. It's super stupid. Um, you go through that, you make it to a, a claw cannon. Like you're in Wakanda and you're on like the outskirts of Wakanda and claw has like this big laser or something that he's shooting into Wakanda. And he's like, I'm going to take care of this. And Avengers, the Avengers like fly in and he's like, why are the Avengers in Wakanda? And he's like, I'll deal with the Avengers later. I'm going to go handle this cannon. And he goes and fucks up the cannon as he's fucking it up. Crossbones from the movies, if you remember, comes out and is like, 
hey, you're not fucking with this cannon. And he's like, I'm going to fuck with the cannon. And then uh, you got to fight him, which is basically you attack him until he goes down. There's a shield that pops up over him. And then the, the cannon's vulnerable. So you got to go beat up the cannon. Then that stops being vulnerable. You got to go fight him more. And you just alternate between him and the cannon over and over. And it's not really hard at all. Then once you get past that, you run through the forest with nothing going on. And then you finally get to the like the Wakandan main part and um you meet up with the Avengers and uh that's all well and cool. That actually that part's actually kinda cool. It shows the temple, like their actual king throne room. Um he's sitting on the throne, a bunch of Wakandas lined up, all this like Wakandan gear and shit. It's a very dope looking art and uh design. So I, I give him that. But then uh, you know, you're, they're like, why did you come here, Avengers? And Captain America's like, uh, we might have stole a weapon from somebody. And and they're like, what does that have to do with me? It's like, well, we also might need or, or stole something from here too or need something from here or some shit. And then, yeah, that leads to where I stopped, which is right after that, they give you full control. You wouldn't believe it. Full control of none other than Captain America... The guy from the main game, you're back to playing the same fucking game just in a different location. Yes, you're playing fucking Captain America's bitch ass. And you're just like, you're playing the game you're already playing. There's nothing new anymore. You're not doing the cool uh, Wakandan fucking flips and charging up your purple shit and uh, throwing spears at people. Like, you're not doing any of that. You're just fucking, you're Captain America again. And you're running around Wakanda. Um, that's where I stopped and I was like, all right, I'll get to this later. I will, I will try to finish it, but all in all, it was very like, why, why am I back on this game? You know? And and that's a bad sign. Cause one thing this game did do was it did get me excited to see what a, a Spider-Man, the Spider-Man DLC will look like. Um, would that, would that include more city based gameplay with some of Spider-Man's iconic, um, characters, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, would I be fighting Lizard and all this shit? Like, that would be kind of cool. That'd be dope if they actually dive into, like, the Spider-Verse of shit where it's, like, you know, Doc Ock and all that and Harry Osborn, whatever. Um, they could easily, like, pull from that and have a bunch of those things go on. That, that'd that be fucking awesome. Um, and they could also have Miles or if they wanted to dive deep into the Spider-Verse, which is an option, even though it's a Spider-Man DLC. And it's exclusive to PlayStation, so... Sorry, Xbox players, you won't be playing it. But... Um, it does get me excited for that because I guess I'm not a full on Black Panther fan. I did like the movie. I did. I do like the character, but I don't think I like him as much as like Spider-Man or any of the, the main four. So, or main five rather, um, or four fuck Black Widow. Um, but yeah, man. And then let me get to another gripe I have about this. And I hate, I hate being so negative on this podcast. Like everything I've been playing lately, I'm just, or playing and reading and not reading. I love everything I've been reading. Everything I've been playing lately has just been like, why am I doing this outside of Hades? I guess I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Okay. I'm contradicting myself, contradicting myself. The voice is voiced by Chris judge, Christopher judge, who is the voice of Kratos and God of war. He is an iconic voice actor already. Did a outstanding performance in God of War and is known for saying boy a bunch. And he's just this deep voice, big dude. Um, and once they announced he was the voice of, Kray- of uh, T'Challa, 
in this DLC. I was like, oh, that's going to be dope. Um, and it is dope to an extent, but there are some drawbacks. He alters his voice, either that or they modulate it so much that it, it sounds, I mean, obviously it doesn't sound identical to what he sounds like, especially not in God of War. But this man is very deep voice. Like his, he's got bass, heavy bass. Like he doesn't strain his voice to do the Kratos voice at all. Um, this DLC, he, he's doing like a strain on his voice, like a, like a what do you do? Like it sounds like he's like a gremlin or something. And I'm like, what is this shit? Like what are we doing? Like at times he sounds fine. Like when Captain America and Iron Man pop up and they're like, hey, we're here. There's a weapon that we stole. Whatever. Um, he's like, why are you here? Like his voice gets a little deeper and he's like, what are you doing in Wakanda? Da, 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 da. That sounds cool. But when he's in battle, he sounds like a little dweeb. He sounds awful. His, his voice sounds scratchy. It just, it's not that great and not that impressive. I was expecting a lot more from him. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, it could have been, could have been a little better. Um, so I got to all that, the outfit, the outfit selection off the bat, like off rip is pretty expansive. They have like 30, eh, probably like 25 outfits total and, um, they're all purchasable or, you know, some of them are unlockable in the, in the campaign. Once you get done with it, there's some really cool ones, real one, like ones that pay homage to his appearances in many of the comics and some that kind of are weird offshoots that were like one-time things and um it looks dope you know I'm, I'm really into that i can't see myself paying for any of these there is a sale right now if you wanted to get some of the skins but i you know not not for me i, I don't think i'm diving into any more avengers payment shit um and avengers has gotten a lot of upgrades since i last played it like it's auto picking up items now like magnetizing and um, they're adding the ability to play as multiple heroes in one mission. So there can be four Iron Man, four Hulks, whatever. Um, which does help because like when you're searching for parties and teammates, it's like, it is a fucking nightmare because you need a Hulk or you need whatever. You need a fourth player, but everybody wants, everybody online is like Captain America or, you know, um, it just kind of limits the matchmaking. So them unlocking that does help a lot and that's great. Uh, let's get back into what else I wanted to talk about today. Um, I wanted to hit up, oh yeah, I got news stories, but I'll, I'll get to that after this. Got to hit up my other shit. Um, what have I been reading? I read Berserk 1 and 2. I finished the second book tonight and, or last night, I guess, uh, upon this recording, um, releasing. And Berserk 2, man, that manga... I think I'm going to say it. I think that manga so far might be the best manga I've ever read. And I think it's my favorite manga out there. I think solo leveling is close, but Berserk has like a special flavor to it and a special uh, like aspect of its world that is just like it fucking grips you. Like Guts has no, doesn't have a lot of significant traits to his character. He is just a, a straight faced um asshole like he's a dick to a t and he is just like straight on kill everything don't fuck with me whatever um but that's kind of what the whole story is about so far it kind of questions like how strong he is as a person it questions like his past things that's things that have happened to him serious things serious adult things that have happened to him and it's just like um 
you can see like the holes in his vulnerability. You can see when he's trusting people. You can tell these things because he's so straight faced. But whenever he's like expressing these things, you can kind of see it in his face in the different images or um, tell by like what he's saying or how he's expressing things. It's it's such a good manga that I am like I'm desperately trying to find the third one because it's all these books are like hard to find right now because everybody thinks oh the creator died they're no longer printing any of these, but they're still printing a lot of them. So, and putting on new ones too. So, um, at least until a certain point, obviously the creator's dead. So it's, it's not going to go that far. I think they got like two or three more to go to release until they're caught up. But, um, all in all, Berserk is the best manga I've ever read. It is, um, I haven't watched the show. I hear the show is worse than everything. Like they say, the book and the movies are what is kind of like the bread and butter of it. The movie, that Golden Age movie I watched, the second one, I'm finally in the manga at that part. So, uh, and as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I've seen these like one to one in the in the movie. So if you wanted to get a, a hefty amount of the, the Golden Age storyline of Berserk, which is like a hefty chunk of like probably deluxe book two to like maybe three, um, I would, or, you know, two to four, actually, uh, I'd, I'd probably, I would say it's probably like that. Um, but yeah, if you wanted that storyline, cop those books, it is, or I mean, watch the movie rather, because the movie kind of covers that and man, it is, it's so fucking good. Um, if you, if you've already checked out Berserk, uh, I would say, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spit out any names, but cause, uh, people listening are. Some people listening are reading, so I'm not going to say anything. But I love it. Fantastic. I cannot wait to get book three. And uh, I have a bunch of books to read, but I'm I'm dying for B- Berserk 3. Give it to me. Um, what else have I been doing? I got the new Junji Ito book. I will read that tonight and probably tell you about it tomorrow. Uh, he has a new book called Censor, uh, I think it's called. And... It's just a horror book about some golden hair coming out of a volcano in Japan, something like that. And yeah, can't wait. Love Junji Ito. Um, and I'll get to that tomorrow. Haven't watched much today. Haven't uh, watched any movies, so we'll skip that. And we'll go right into news stories and hit the first one. So apparently, according to Taylor Lyles on IGN, the Xbox Series X's dashboard is running at a higher resolution as part of a new update. So... Um, and if you're on the, the alpha skip ahead access, if you, if you have, oh, wait, hold on, what does it say? And if you are an Xbox insider with alpha skip ahead access, whatever the fuck that means, you now have the option to see the increased resolution for yourself. Now, from what it sounds like from this article is that certain aspects, so like if you didn't know, Xbox Series X is 4K, obviously, um, 60 frames, 120 frames, it does the whole shebang. However, unlike the PS5, it runs its UI at 1080p. So if you have a certain TV like I do, where it automatically kicks on game mode for certain systems and certain inputs, um, it'll turn off game mode while you're in 1080p. And then when you start a game and you're in 4K, it'll turn on game mode. and It'll flicker the fucking input. And it is very annoying. Very fucking annoying. And honestly, the UI is ugly as fuck. Like, I, I like the UI, but... It in 1080p is ugly as fuck. Like that is, it it is bizarre. Like you can tell just like the coloring of everything, and you can see the jagged lines of everything. And it's like, 
Yeah, the you have you'd have to be semi keen eyed and know what you're looking for to kind of notice that. But um, as a person who notices that, it, it's very noticeable. Um, I think it's a little jarring too, especially with the input change and like I don't know. It's it's pretty nuts. But all in all, this alpha skip ahead whatever the fuck is it's basically in beta or alpha I guess to try out higher resolutions and from what it sounds like it's certain aspects of the in, of the UI are higher resolutions so you can kind of see certain parts of the UI uh more crisp cleaner lines it looks it just looks better the coloring is better you know you have your your TV's abilities that go on whenever you turn in the game mode it just looks prettier when you're on that so like some TVs will look better on the UI when it's in 4K so hopefully they get a hold of that quick because it's not a big deal, but like I, I like it. It helps with reading stuff and how sharp the image is. So, um, and it's gonna be native, so that's cool. Um, another thing, uh, they detailed the first DLC for Cyberpunk 2077, which apparently it's cosmetic. It's got uh, what was it? I think a car. Let's see, it's got it's got three pieces of clothing and a car. I think is what it is. And, you know, dead game. However, upon this recording, it is $10, but I think it might be too late for you at this point. I'm sorry. But it was $10 on on Best Buy if you haven't played it. Uh, and honestly, since it was $10, you can probably find it cheap on eBay still if it's not $10 anymore. So I would check there. You might be able to get it for like 15 if you wanted to try it out. Honestly, the game wasn't that bad, but I think... Um, it still has, it had a lot of holes, a lot of glitches, funny glitches, but annoying glitches at times. Game-breaking glitches before to where, like, it could fuck up trophies, it could fuck up um, the storylines, it could fuck up your progress. Like, just know that the game could be updated tomorrow and your your game save could be deleted or hacked, or, or not hacked, but, uh, you know, glitched out or bugged. So, as long as you know that going in, this is your fair warning, give it a try. I think once this game is fixed, it'll actually be pretty decent, but... Upon that time, I mean, that's when we'll know. But as of now, it's like, you know, it's nowhere near. And the fact that, like, every update has, like, a laundry fucking list of of um, fixes is, like, like I, I don't even know. It, it's just so, it's so much. I just, I, I can't imagine why... Uh, why they're still updating it rather it's kind of it's just like just give it up just throw throw away the game reset the code throw it all away sell sell the franchise sell the company because apparently the company company is kind of like a piece of shit too so you know um let's see apparently shang chi is reviewing well and in terms of like early viewings which is dope i'm very excited for that uh my computer does not want to load the next story Apparently, Fast and Furious 10 is going to release in April 2023. Now, if I haven't warned you guys enough on this fucking podcast, Adrian, Jacob, Jim, Jay, Phil, Steve, Group, anybody who's on here that's ever been a co-host, I just want you guys to know, Fast 9 sucked dick, and Fast 10 is ultimately going to suck dick. And... um. It's coming out in April 2023. Let's just be happy that it's not going to be out anytime soon. Hmm. And I want to end this on a fair reminder that 
12 minutes comes out Friday, which is a big PC, um, PC Xbox indie that is going to be on Xbox Game Pass, so it's free. You don't even have to worry about buying it, which is great. Or if you're on PC, you can buy it, whatever the fuck. But um, <laughs> it comes out on Steam, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox Game Pass, PC, Steam, uh, Windows Store. Also, it comes out on Steam. But it comes out Friday, and it stars James McAvoy from X-Men and shit, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, and William Dafoe from fucking Spider-Man. Yes, I did only Marvel stuff, or Disney stuff, rather. Anyways, the um, it's about a guy that's trapped in a time loop, and he's basically trying to stop things from happening. Um, and it's it looks great, especially with the all-star talent that is actually voicing the game. It's it's it looks like it's going to be very interesting. It's a top down from the ceiling. They showed it off at an event before, and I was immediately hooked. I was like, "Oh, this looks very fucking interesting." Um, and I'm not sure what the gameplay consists of because it seems like all the gameplay they show are like cutscene aspects. I'm not sure if it's relying on the dialogue. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to like walk around the house or the room, um, or if you're just making verbal dialogue decisions. Um, but it looks great. I can't wait. The graphics actually look pretty impressive for just being a top-down thing. It's a very unique game in terms of that camera style. And uh, I can't wait for it. And I think if you're looking for something to play, it's on Game Pass, so you have nothing to lose. Just go try it out. It's going to be on Friday. That's a, just a reminder. There's also something else coming out this week, I believe. Let me check my calendar. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a very small game, another indie game called Ghost of Tsushima coming out for the PlayStation 5. It's the director's cut. comes out with a new island of whatever the fuck it was called. And um, I think it's a $30 upgrade if you own the PS4 version. It is many different upgrades and prices. You got to look that up. I'm not too sure what it was. But that comes out Friday. I'm very excited about that. game was amazing. It was a game of the year contender. When it came out, obviously grew it lost to Last of Us Part 2. But it is such a great game. I think playing it on PS5 is going to be fucking dope. Get back into that uh, camera mode, the photo mode, and playing around with that for hours with that beautiful, with the beautiful like leaves and the cherry blossom trees and shit. It's going to, oh man, the wind blowing. Love that game. So uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'll play it front to back again. I don't, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know if I'll make it that far just because I've already been there and it's something about that. It kind of like turns me off, but I know if you haven't played this yet, I would definitely get the PS5 version or wait until you get a PS5 if you don't have one. So, um, but that comes out Friday. That's something to look forward to and more games to, to kind of be excited about. And then next week is Psychonauts 2, something we haven't talked about much on this podcast. Uh, we can talk more about it tomorrow if you'd like, and we can fucking we can talk about it. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys tomorrow, and have a great day.